Merry Christmas, my friends, and welcome to December 29th. So this is going to be the fifth day within the octave of the Nativity of the Lord, Christmas, Christmas tide, And so we're going to do the readings for this day. Uh, let's begin, first of all. Um, this is the Informed Catholic podcast channel. And my name is Ned Jabbar, and uh, I'm your host. I'm the one who uh, started this podcast, and uh, I hope you're listening, and I hope you subscribe and share. I really would appreciate it. I hope it's a great help to you. So, um, let's begin. Uh, the entrance antiphon is, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, it's taken from the Gospel of St. John, chapter 3, verse 16. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that all who believe in him may not perish but have eternal life. One more time. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that all who believe in him may not perish but have eternal life. One more time. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that all who believe in him may not perish but have eternal life. This is a, uh, <clears throat> obviously we all know this part of passage of scripture. It's quoted by our uh, brethren in the evangelical born again Christian uh, denominations. And as if anybody is, a Protestant, a evangelical, born-again Christian, non-denominational Christian. As you can see, we do read Scripture. As you can see, the Mass is loaded with Scripture. And the Scripture is meant to be read at liturgy. This is where we encounter God. This is where heaven and earth meet. This is where heaven and earth in our souls, where we encounter God in the liturgy, where it was intended. This is where the incarnation, the life of Christ, the passion of Christ, the ministry of Christ, the resurrection of Christ, where we receive the bread of life, where we receive the only begotten Son of the Father, where we experience eternal life. And it's true, uh, not every Catholic takes advantage of this. Not every Catholic puts time to understand this. Um, I'm guilty of it. I wish I could be at liturgy every day. I wish I could go to Mass every day. I wish I could have that in my life. Um, but unfortunately, we all got to work. We all got to um, go through the grind, daily grinds of life. And we all have to deal with uh, difficulties of life, family, friends, the difficulties of the job, the difficulties of our society that makes, uh, makes being a Christian a challenge. But here we are. All right. Let's... Move on to the act of contrition, the confessio, where we admit that we're sinners. 
I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to please pray with me and for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie Lysion, Kyrie Lysion, Kyrie Lysion, Christe Lysion, Christe Lysion, Christe Lysion, Kyrie Lysion, Kyrie Lysion, Kyrie Lysion. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Okay, and we'll say the Gloria. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son. Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father. You take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world. Receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in the glory of God the Father. Amen. May Almighty God grant us all the grace through the reading of these scriptures during the Christmas time. And I hope all of you are having a safe time, even through these uh, <laughs> difficult times. Let me read the collect prayer. Almighty and invisible God, who dispersed the darkness of this world by becoming, by the coming of your light, look, we pray with serene countenance upon, countenance upon that we may exclaim, with fitting praise, the greatness of the nativity of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. And uh, the little bio here, I guess what we're reading, the true light is already shining, writes the disciple known to us as John. A light of revelation explains the age Simeon in today's gospel. Uh, the God, the Lord Jesus, help me to reflect your light in my home, in my workplace, and wherever duty, recreation, or charity will take me to do today. Well, that certainly fits in with uh, what I was saying before, the difficulty of, uh, of our daily Christian life. All right, before I begin, um, I'm really thinking about what we're going to do for the new year. Um, it's been difficult, uh, especially with my, um, change of, uh, work schedule and everything. And I wish I could have more time to do podcasts like this. And I know I haven't been putting anything on the YouTube channel because it's a struggle, uh, you know, to make the time. It really, it's a lot of, uh, it takes a lot of time, you know, it really, you know, I want to do it, but unfortunately it's 
the time. So the podcast is uh, the best I can do. And, you know, I can't read all the readings for scripture. It's really, uh, uh, I wish I could do that. What I am going to try to do is try to produce content that will help uh, people on apologetics. I will try to focus uh, on that. Um, doing the news is uh, it's, it's difficult to keep track on those things. <laughs> really, it is. So much happens. That is, uh, I believe, Church Militant and LifeSite News. They do a pretty good job on that. What I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to focus on, on catechesis more. And I'm going to try to focus on, let's say, uh, how to answer people who are hostile to being a Catholic. Um, and I'm going to try to come up with uh, content that's a little bit more educational um, for those who are, um, who are trying to grow in their faith. I want to do that. I really do. Um, basically, that's what I'm going to try to do. And um, I'll try to come up with a... A podcast and I'm going to try to come up with a list of things we're going to try to talk about. There's a lot of um, confusion uh, about the faith. There's a lot of neglect. That's really something that I think it's important for us because a lot of people uh, don't know what to believe. They're hearing a lot of confused things. They're um, struggling with, um, I think, lukewarmness of the daily parish life. So we're going to try to do that. All right, uh, enough of that. Let's begin with the reading. Okay, a reading from the first letter of St. John, chapter 2, verse 3 to 11. Those who love their brother remain in the light. A reading from the first letter of St. John, chapter 2, verse 3 to 11. The way we may be sure that we know Jesus is to keep his commandments. Whoever says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word... The love of God is truly perfected in him. This is the way we may know that we are in union with him. Whoever claims to abide in him ought to walk just as he walked. Beloved, I am writing no new commandment to you, but an old commandment that you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word that you have heard. And yet I do write a new commandment to you, which holds true in him and among you, for the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. Whoever says he is in the light yet hates his brother is still in the darkness. Whoever loves his brother remains in the light. 
there is nothing in him to cause a fall. Whoever hates his brother is in darkness. He walks in darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is the first letter of St. John, chapter 2, verse 3 and 11. Psalm 96, verse 1 to 2. And to three, and then five to six. Psalm 96, let the heavens be glad and, and the earth rejoice. Psalm 96, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, O you lands. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Announce his salvation day after day. Tell his glory among the nations, among all the people, his wondrous deeds. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. The Lord made the heavens splendor and majesty go before him. Praise and grandeur are in his sanctuary. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all you lands. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Announce his salvation day after day. Tell his glory among the nations, among all the peoples, his wondrous deeds. Sing to the Lord a new song. Lord, the Lord made the heavens splendor and majesty go before him. Praise and grandeur are in his sanctuary. Sing to the Lord a new song. Okay. Alleluia, alleluia. A light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory for your people Israel. Alleluia, alleluia. Uh, Luke chapter 2 verse 32. St. Luke chapter 2 verse 32. A light of revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people, Israel. And the reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 2, verse 22 to 35. This is the light of revelation to the Gentiles. This is the, the, the uh, celebration for the presentation uh, when Jesus is presented. So reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. When the days were completed for their purification, according to the law of Moses, the parents of Jesus took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of two of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought 
in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Lord, now let your servant go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. Mine own eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared in the sight of every people. A light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people in Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted, and you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One more time. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 2, verse 22 to 35. When the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, the parents of Jesus took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictates in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit upon him, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God saying, Now, Lord, now let your servant go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. Mine own eyes have seen the salvation which you prepared in the sight of every people. A light to reveal a light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him, and Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted, and you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The beautiful thing about um, about the liturgical life and the liturgical calendar even if you can't attend it um, you know when you have no distractions I have to say this because I've been off two weeks first time in years working at this place and I have enough seniority to be off for two weeks during the holidays 
especially Christmas. It's great. Uh, but of course, it would be better, it would be great without COVID. And it would be great if I um, didn't have the nuisance of a noisy neighbor. Right? But hey, it's part of the struggles of life. Um, Christmas is so much better without all this obsession with buying gifts and consumerism. Really, it is. Because it's really about Christ. And I have to say, with all honesty, being able to do this podcast and do these daily readings and knowing that I'm sharing them with people out there makes it all worthwhile. Especially this year, you know, my mom and I enjoyed the uh, the messengers, the chosen messengers, you know, Christmas special. And I hope Jenkins does something like this with the uh, the presentation of the Lord. It's beautiful. Now, the first part of it in John's letter, and I've been listening to Explaining the Faith by the Divine Mercy with Father Chris Aylar. I also saw an interview with him and Jonathan Rumi is great on YouTube. Whoever says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, the love of God is truly perfected in him. This is what we may know. This this is this is the, the, the way we may know that we are in union with, with him. Whoever claims to abide in him ought to walk just as he walked. Beloved, I'm writing to to new I'm writing no new commandment to you, but an old commandment that you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word that you have heard, and yet I do write a new commandment to you, which holds true in him and among you. For the darkness is passing away, and the true light is already shining. We, and he goes on, he says here, whoever says he's in the light, yet hates his brother, is still in the darkness. Whoever loves his brother remains in the light, and there's nothing in him to cause a fall. Love. That is the most difficult part of the whole message of Jesus. To, to love one another. It's difficult. It's difficult when you're living in the world with so much negativity and so much resistance. I also saw the Purgatory movie that's out on, it's out on Amazon. And interesting to note, I didn't, I mean, there's so much I didn't bother to know. There's so much that they didn't ever, they never really taught us. And I have to say, honestly, I never really read too much about purgatory. But now I realize how much um, God has given us so much opportunities to show love and forgiveness and we don't know it's true we don't know who's in hell 
and who's not in hell. As much as we make up our own standards of justice, you know, we want to believe Adolf Hitler is in hell. We want to believe Napoleon is in hell. We want to believe that Joseph Stalin is in hell. And we want to believe the people that hurt us. We want to believe the family members that have done horrible things to us, like sexual abuse or the bully or, or the father who beat us or the mother who beat us. And we want justice. But the truth is, we want justice according to our standards. God's merciful love made things possible. God's merciful love made it possible. Made it possible. Opportunities is there. The people in purgatory may not be able to do it, but we, we can still forgive. When we hold on to pain, especially for that family member, there was a scene in purgatory where a woman was being domestically abused, physically horribly abused and beaten by her husband. It was very violent and disturbing. Uh, forgiveness is still demanded. We cause pain to Jesus when we don't forgive. We actually add pain to him when we hate. And we can also add love when we love. I mean, it's not an easy thing. It's actually very difficult. That is the most difficult thing in the world. They said the, the program made it quite clear. Not forgiving. What did he say on the cross? Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That is difficult. That is difficult. When we get to the gospel, Simeon, an old man who's seen so many years, so many years of pain, takes, here is a man at the end of his life, taking a child into, into his arms, into his hands, and the, all the hope all the years was dependent on that child, dependent on him. All the years of his ministry and service came down to this one moment. The Holy Spirit promised him he would not see death until he sees the Christ, the Messiah of the Lord. <clears throat> that is unbelievable. He needed, to, he, he, sh he, he had love and he had hope. A lot of us don't want that. A lot of us don't want to have anything to do with that. And yet, it's, it's, it's uh, fantastic because we live in a very selfish world. We live in a world that does not forgive. We live in a world that does not want to let go. We live in a world that does not, <clears throat> you know, I mean, look at, look at what we went through for the last two years. 
cancel culture, anger, turning uh, destroying uh, people's career, no forgiveness, and then holding on to generational hate, blaming generations for for slavery, and then holding on to grudges to pass them down to the next generation. I I have to say it's it's the 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 amount of love that God wants us for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son is almost is impossible to grasp but it's true it's true I mean the word love as I learned there is degrees of it and you go from human love from family love to finally the, the the only way you can go back to you got to go to God and to have real divine love divine love godly love surpasses all of it it's the true love and it's remarkable and strange but it's true you know, and I think what uh, we're going to do is we're going to have to really start learning about it. We're going to have to really start taking it seriously to find out all these differences that love, love demands and to understand its meaning. We have to understand what earthly love is, what, you know, and the different stages of earthly love and the different stages that lead to divine love. It's going to be difficult, but let me tell you something. It's going to be worth it. And that's what I want to do for the new year. I want to explore these things and I want to explore them a little bit more in depth. So that means what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to really put time to learn these things, to make, to make, the proper notes we're going to study. I'm going to try to study church history a little bit and to look up this information. I'm going to look up a lot on the catechism. So we're going to make time. Um, so, you know, we can be uh, better Catholics. We can love Jesus better. We can know Jesus better. And that's what we need to do. We need to know our faith more. And... So we can be more like him. We can be truly close to him. Truly close to him. All right. Let's uh, end it here. Okay. Um, let's begin with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son, our Lord, uh, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, constantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. 
For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. St. Michael, Archangel of God, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wild, wicked attack of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And now, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Okay, folks. Um... Merry Christmas, and we're getting close to um, New Year's, <laughs> New Year's Eve, and um, I'll try to get that done as well, and uh, hopefully I'll uh, start the New Year's with something, uh, something on the faith. I'm going to actually do the best I can to come up with podcast that's worth it and uh, you know I want to make it worth the time so I'm going to try to do the best I can to pick up the subject matter okay so God bless and once more Merry Christmas <laughs>